Hello, welcome to Raw Japan episode 205. This is Brandon Chin broadcasting from Itoshima, Fukuoka. And today I want to speak about reading the air. So there's a phrase in Japanese, it's called kuki o yomu. It's like reading the air. You gotta know what people are saying without words. And it's very common in Asian cultures to uh, be indirect with your communication and also be able to listen to the signals that aren't transmitted through words. So I was at a business meeting today and uh, it was quite heavy. So it's a big company that is working with a local company and I am part of the agreement to help out with uh, bringing, well, I can't talk too much about it until it's finalized, but uh, basically I'm helping with translation and creating content. And um, it was interesting to hear and listen to. Both of them were considerably older than me as well as 50, 60. So the language they're using is quite advanced and it's business related. And, uh, but, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't such a stiff meeting as you might expect. It was just three of us uh, speaking at a local cafe. But, um, man, I'm telling you, you have to, it's different. It's just different than meeting with business people from other places. And within Asia, too, I think Japan is quite uh, extreme in the indirectness and such. In any case, these business owners, um, these business people, were quite frank in, in that we're trying to get, you know, to an agreement, to a deal. <clears throat> and nail down the details, and so it wasn't so muddy, you know, the communication wasn't so indirect that you don't know what they're saying, but first, you know, it was partly my language ability, where I had to really listen more uh, than usual, and also the, because it's a big company, one of the representatives, one of the, people at the meeting was a representative of a big company. So they can't, they still have to be, um, you know, in a position where, I, like, they can't be too buddy-buddy, like you would say in uh, Jamaica. It's like, you can't be too straight up. You still have to be kind of the authority figure kind of thing. Although we are working as partners. But in any case, um, just remember, if you're having a conversation, a business conversation with a Japanese person, in Japanese, you're going to have to listen to more than what they're saying. I noticed a lot of his body language was quite extreme. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just so interesting to see because... When I first came to Japan, I didn't know anything. I just panic, and now I'm doing, and it's quite, it's a big deal. So it's um, quite interesting to see how far I've come. Even though 
you know, my Japanese is not perfect. First of all, there's no such thing as perfect, but it's not, um, com I'm conversationally fluent. I'm not natively fluent. And so I'm aiming for native-like fluency, which means, like I've said before in the podcast, you hear my Japanese, you think I'm a Japanese person, and also that I'm literate, that I can pick up anything and read it, and I'm not there yet. So I work on it every day. And in these situations, it's always best to listen more. And I did that. And uh, I think it paid off well because, you know, there's always a stigma and image of Westerners being quite uh, talkative and loud and not considering the other person's perspective. But I was, uh, I spoke when I've, I interjected when I felt uh, that I could add value to the conversation. And when I was asked a question, but beyond those two situations, I was listening and watching their body language. And also at times, because some of the times they had like, two of them had a, they're from different, you know, one's a local company, one is a the big regional company, but they have their own situations that they've only experienced. So they had some stories that they talked about that I had no clue what they were talking about in terms of, uh, yeah, I just had no idea what they were talking about. But I did my best to follow along and I followed most of what they were saying um, and learned a lot in terms of again, reading the air, like what was being said when um, their body language changed, one would do this, one would do the other, and it was interesting. And I think we can all learn from that in our own situations, no matter where you live or what culture you're in, in that you should always listen more than you're talking, especially in terms of business. And especially if you are in a uh, relationship with um, somebody, I think it's quite important for you to understand their needs and what they're really saying with certain actions, especially outbursts. They're really saying something else. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today, is reading the air. And of course, um, sometimes it can get silly. There's always extremes with anything. And it's like people, you know, sometimes I see this. I've been in groups where, uh, for example, when I used to work at a hotel in Hokkaido, Huchino Resorts, there was one time, I think there was like a party or something from, you know, people from all different areas of the hotel and they formed their own little cliques. But there was one party I think we are at after everyone got off of work and there was like a circle of these people and uh, they had their own little thing going and I just could not, I didn't know what was happening and um, I think I'm trying to remember what it was I think there was a, a one girl that was kind of um, out of it in terms of like not inside the group. She was kind of odd. 
and uh, it caused some some silent tension <laughs> in the group that nobody really um, would say to her directly that she was kind of killing the mood. Also because I think she was kind of her age, she was much older than everybody else, but her she was really anxious and hyper. And um, I remember she would, uh, whenever she entered the room where we were having the party, people were kind of tense. And she couldn't read the air. So when people would, you could just, I, I mean, I even, <clears throat> I even saw how people would change their, like, behavior and how they would kind of stop being so open <laughs> when she would come. And so it's not like, um, but instead of just saying, like, like, and she continued to always come, that's the thing, like, I think if that was uh, in the West, you know, of course there's some, always someone like that, but I think some groups, people have the courage to be like, I'm sorry, we just don't like you, or we don't like, you know, <laughs> we don't like you here, or something like this, but of course we're in a public area, and whatever, but, um, you know, the one person that becomes intrusive or something like that, you know, you don't, you're not afraid to tell them how you feel. But in Japan, I think it's quite difficult to say such a thing because you're afraid of, of tarnishing the relationship at work and also hurting feelings. And so you don't really say much. But um, there's always a nice way to do it, you know, without killing someone. Just like, you know, you just... You just, uh, I don't know, you, you know, I've talked to other members of the group and you're just kind of, you're just kind of killing the vibes. <laughs> no, I think it'd be more appropriate if you took them aside and just mentioned to them that people don't really feel comfortable around you because you act like this. You know, it's never... Uh, degrading someone's personality or who they are as a person but pointing out their behavior in that moment and I think that gives them an opportunity first you're treating them on an equal basis they're they're you're not attacking their worth as a human being you're just saying your behavior is putting off people around you and you know that could be helpful so that's what I wanted to say today. As always, if you want more Japanese culture, I got a free book for you. Just go to brandonshin.net and type in your email address and you get it. As always, share this podcast with somebody that you think <laughs> needs the message that, you know, whenever they come around, they're kind of killing the vibes. This is a way to put it to them quite indirectly. This is the roundabout way of speaking that Japanese people are akin to. You know, or you could just paste the link into your messenger app with a little, you know, this is what I've always wanted to say. <laughs> type of message. Anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to the next episode tomorrow. And take care of yourself. Good night.
today is 11 today is 11 p.m. today is the 8th of april it is 11:43 p.m. good night